And welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. So we're back for our Thursday edition of our Flesh and Potatoes, which means that we're going to be talking about two movies that we mentioned to you, and that is going to be I Drink Your Blood and I Eat Your Skin. Ooh. We're going to pit these two against each other, and we're probably going to go in the chronological order. The pit of misery. That these uh, two movies came out. Um, Technically, technically one of them came out before the other, but it didn't get released technically until six years later. So, but. um, Should have been better. But yeah, so. So we'll we'll go in that order, but I, I do want to say a few things real quick. First of all, I want to thank uh, people who have been donating behind the scenes um, to the podcast, actually, to help pay for some of the costs that it costs to run this thing. I just want to say thank you guys. Like it's not necessary, but it does help, and we really do appreciate that. Thank you guys. I just want to say thank you for it. Uh, you don't have to donate, and if you want to help us out in any way, you can. Share our episodes. Um, tell just tell one friend who you might think might enjoy the podcast. That always goes a long way. Uh, if you want to go on like iTunes and give us like a fucking rating or review, like that goes a really long way too. So, but I just want to thank you guys for, especially for all the ones that have already have. Just coming here and listening really means a lot to us. But anything you can do to help us reach more people means a lot too. So, but yeah, thanks, just want to say thanks. Yeah. I think it's time we just jump into the flesh and potatoes right now of... I drink your blood. And... I eat your skin. Right now. So, guys, as I mentioned, we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes. We're going to kick it off with the movie that opened up for the double feature in 1971, December 15th, I believe it was, that came out. Uh, Merry Christmas, I guess. Happy Holidays. That's kind of a weird time. It is a weird time. For one of the most violent movies ever made, by the way. Um, got a lot of history on this, but... It's we're... in 1970. Yeah, it was. It was really it was really brutal. Um, but the movie I'm talking about is I Drink Your Blood. This was put on a double feature bill with a movie called I Eat Your Skin, and we'll be talking about that next. But the first movie that showed when these opened on this double bill was I Drink Your Blood, and it came out... 1970 December 
the story, a group of satanic hippies comes to a small town to perform a ritual, then end up raping and beating a local town girl, beating up her grandfather and dosing him with LSD. The grandson and brother of the girl want to get back and injects their food with rabid dog blood, which causes an insane showdown of oddness, death, and hilarity, as well as milky man lips. Uh, no, I'm being silly, guys, but it, this movie's pretty great. Um, director and writer David Durston put this together. He did the love statue, Stigma, the blue sextet, which a lot of these actors actually did uh, roles in. Uh, he also wrote a few episodes of Tales of Tomorrow in the 50s, which was what pretty much started his career. It's kind of like a nicer Twilight Zone in a way. I, I never watched him, but I do remember. I think it was like sci-fi kind of like the future. Right. But the cast that is in this movie is Bhaskar Roy Chowdhury, who plays Horace Bones, the lead cult member. I didn't know his last name was Bones. No, oh yeah, his name's Horace Bones, Jesus yeah, in Christ. the movie. He was in the movie The Adversary, The Blue Sextet. He was also a professional dancer until a tragic accident that happened in 1977 while performing a very difficult maneuver which paralyzed him from the waist down. Oh my God. Yeah, so he ended up actually passing away on August 4, 2003. Mm-hmm. So it also stars George Patterson, who plays Rolo. He was in the movie God Told Me To, which I really want to see. I've never seen. It's about a bunch of people who go on a killing spree because God told them to. Right. Interesting. Figured. It also stars Jaden Wong, who plays Su Lin. She was in a movie called Around the World, which is a very popular family movie about traveling around the world. Year of the Dragon, Skin Art, and many others. It also stars Lynn Lowry, whoop, whoop. who this was her first acting role. It started her entire career. She's called Carrie the Mute, and she was in a lot of really cool movies, a lot of underground independent films like Shivers by David Cronenberg, The Crazies, the original one, plus the remake. And she was in Cat People, Basement Jack, Theater Bazaar, and a ton of unreleased films that either didn't happen or haven't yet, because there was literally like 30 movies yeah. that had question marks next to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, either she's got a lot of movies she's going to be in, or they, what? Nothing came to fruition. Right. Me. I'm like, is she just trying to hit the 100 mark? Probably. You know, like, I did 100 rolls. I don't know. But she's really, she's uh, she's like the weird kind of looking uh, blonde, attractive girl. Which you don't pick up on the fact that she's supposed to be a deaf mute until at all. Yeah, it really doesn't make at sense. All. I was like, this bitch isn't saying shit. Right. Why isn't she repeating what she's supposed to? She, well, she wasn't even supposed to be in the film. I know. I just thought she was defiant. Yeah, Durston was so charmed by her when he met her, he wrote her in, which pretty much started her sort of screen queen career. Right. So He was just so intrigued by her appearance. Right. So Good for her. What did you think about all the milky lips in the movie? <laughs> I'm kidding. What did you think of the movie? So while this film has... A lot of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't slack on that at all. Okay. Um, to me, I felt that it's one of those movies where its reputation kind of supersedes what you get out of it. Okay. So basically what I mean by that is that ultimately the reputation is bigger and better and badder than the actual movie is itself. But I feel like that's kind of hard to 
necessarily stand by at this point because this was if I would have watched it in the 70s, I would have been like, this is fucking awesome. Right. But now watching it in 2018, I'm just like, womp, womp, womp. This is stupid. It's understandable. <laughs> like, from start to finish. Like overall, though, I mean, I got what I expected from it, which was a complete and total sleaze fest. Mm. So, I mean, I was I was entertained, but also just extremely frustratingly annoyed because, and I will tell you why. Okay. Whomever is responsible for the fucking sound score of this movie needs to be locked in a fucking room <laughs> and forced to listen to this score on repeat <laughs> until they gouge their own fucking eyes out or something. Well, like, if you think I, about it, I can't. He, the person who wrote it, probably did. They had to practice I hope it. So. They didn't get to He's, produce yeah, stuff. Rest you know? in peace. <laughs> yeah, you fucking deserve it because that I was thought... terrible. Okay, well, it took me out of the movie so many fucking times because I was repeatedly irritated by the sound effects. Really? And then yes, because oh, this they, is weird, man. I'm, I wasn't expecting all of they this. They were com- they completely overshadowed. Like they were so loud. They were so much louder than everything else going on in the movie, and they were completely unnecessary in ninety percent of the parts that they put them in. Okay. And it was just like the weirdest, strangest noises. It was like, oh, here's like some random shit in a blender that I'm gonna play over this part where it makes no fucking sense at all. Okay. And here's a car alarm that I'm gonna have going off for twenty minutes for no fucking reason again in a part where we don't need it. And it took. It's a cool story. Okay. Like the story for this is actually. It's, I mean, in its time, it's unique. It's different. It's something that wasn't really played with a lot in the fucking 70s. Like, this is all pretty new and fresh, you know? And it's not like where you we, you hear, like, a rabies infection, instantly everybody goes 28 days later. Okay. That's where my mind goes. And I'm like, but this is 28 days later, but not as cool. <laughs> like, it's okay. just kind of, like, schlocky and shitty and put together really weird. And you get everything you would think you'd get out of it, which is, like, your basic generic ass, like, they have rabies. Okay. Infection kind of story, you know. You hurt but my feelings right now. I know, but I did really. I actually liked <laughs> it. Like, but in comparison, Jesus, is, we'll get into that later. Okay. But I don't know. I I like. I loved the the part how they got the infection. Like, I thought that was fucking. It, it made me mad, but it was cool. Right. It was different. It was very creative how they came across that. But yeah, like I said, I expected a sleeves fest. I got a fucking sleeves fest. So yeah, but I was expecting more because you played this movie up for me and I was like, that sounds fucking sick. Like it sounds really fucking cool. Right. And it takes like 30 fucking minutes to get to anything interesting. And then once they get there, it's just like, meh, meh, you know, and then it gets, has cool parts here and there, but overall it's just kind of low impacted, but it's still pretty fucking cool okay so i well, didn't hate it by any means but i personally really like this movie i don't know what it is about it i think it's one of the movies to me that kind of stands out in the 70s because i don't For like sure. 70s movies i watch more than i do like the 60s movies um but they're i watch them less than i do the 80s movies you yeah. know which i fucking adore yeah well this is an era of exploitation films right you know and this is where a lot of different things were being explored and tried so yeah it was the beginning it was the dawn of the 80s, 80s or whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever is going on i didn't see like the total full version i've i've seen the version that they have which is mm-hmm. totally cut down um, this, I think the one that they have on Which one Shutter, did you want? Yeah, the one they have on Shutter. I think that one they have on Shutter is more, there's more to it than like the theatrical version that they chopped up like crazy. No, that one's actually pretty intact except for the very end. Okay. The very end is what they changed and we'll talk about that okay. a little bit. So, cause I know that it's, they had to chop a lot out. But yeah, there's several different versions of this movie and I'll explain to you why that is. 
uh, when we get to the trivia. But I really like this movie. I personally, it, it, I love the idea that it's not like something you go, oh wow, man, this is a piece of cinema that. Yeah, it's not fucking you know, profound. No, <laughs> but it's like it's so schlocky and fun and like weird, and it does so many different weird things. It keeps me interested the whole time. I mean, it's not like. I don't know how to explain it, but it's I, to me, I really think it's a good 70s movie. I really like it. I don't know why. Um, it's over the top, kind of stereotypical, you know, cult worshiping hippies who get rabies and infect others and act really weird and have milky cum lips. And <laughs> milky cum lips. I mean, what bad. more did you want, Brittany? What more did you want? I don't know. I just wanted it to be not so fucking stereotypical, I guess. Well, I mean, you got to remember, this is the 70s. That's why I wanted it to not be so stereotypical, yet it kind of was. Well, I mean, they they, they weren't as open-minded about everything. You know what? I take that back because they weren't as stereotypical because nowadays they would have been like, everybody's goth and wears black because they're Satanists. Maybe. I mean, there is some history to this that'll make you maybe think a little differently about it. But seriously, though, aside... Aside from some of the like classic 70s animal death scenes and some of the dead animals that they had prancing around, it's actually pretty great, in my opinion. I mean, personally, I really liked the music. I thought it was different and unique, and I, I thought that there was like... Um, I don't. I mean, there. I have heard the sounds, similar sounds that they were using in it. I'm not exactly sure what they were using, but it was. I thought it was interesting and weird and creepy and like I don't know, kind of just unnerving and stuff. Like, yeah, that's the complete opposite. <laughs> I really didn't even. It didn't bother me at all. I actually really kind of liked it. I was like, it, it's not like it was like organized music or anything. No, it was just random it's, sounds. Yeah, it, it, well, that's what they used to do back then. Though, right, no, you know, they get it. Unless but... you wanted like beach bingo music. No, you know, like I just wanted it to make sense, and it didn't. <laughs> Well, and it was so fucking loud in comparison to everything else, and it was just weird. I think it's still pretty it awesome. Place. I still like the sounds that they used in it because it's like very analog, and like this is some of the earliest sounds of like before synths and stuff like that. And yeah, take that out and separate it. It's cool sound effects and shit that they're trying to do. I just felt that a lot of it was misplaced and it was unnecessary. Okay. And a well, lot of I'm the... sure it wasn't as organized as what you're probably used to these days. Not even But again, that, I just chalked that up to it's the 70s. I'm just going, you're fucking annoying me and making me deaf this entire time and I can't pay attention to the story because I want to turn the sound off. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad, but some of the lines of the film are pretty ridiculous. and Most of them. Also, <laughs> of them are, also they're sort of uh, memorable. The, the yeah, cult kind of, I like the fact that the cult infects everyone and the whole town sort of turns crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those, uh, you know, I don't know. It's got nutty scene after one another, after another, after another. The deaths and the weirdness of all their deaths i mean they're not like exactly done great but again i think oh 70s you know like no big deal and they did this movie like you know really cheap and there's a lot of really interesting facts about it too but i think it's just batshit crazy at times Mm -hmm. and i think it's batshit crazy for the times today which i this is why i like it because it's like you don't I, i can you compare that to any really any of the death scenes and stuff like it's just weird and I don't know. I think it's probably the best. Well, I don't think the, the death scenes are really, none of them stand out necessarily as far as like uncomparable to other things because they're all pretty simplistic. Wow. I feel like that's a lot to do with budget, though. Could I think do. they did a lot with a little. And they did a lot with a little. I think sure. they. I think for its time, I think it's like way ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. I think it's like it was like really, really out there kind yeah, of I don't, shit. I don't disagree. 
It's definitely the best public service announcement film about rabies ever made. Don't get at rabies. At the very least. Don't eat weird meat pies from a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't solidify that for me. Right? <laughs> there is some really, like I said, man, there's some really cool uh, history about this movie, though. And uh, the story, it came from like a real story where a village in Iran was attacked by a pack of rabid wolves. And it was like they attacked a local schoolhouse, infecting the victims with rabies. And it made them mad and homicidal. Apparently, the director contacted a local doctor who was an authority on the disease and had visited the village that it happened at. And Durston, the director, was shown an eight millimeter footage of that whole situation that the doctor had taken during his work at the uh, village and the inf- and the affected children were locked in cages oh my god foaming at the fucking mouth oh like you were yesterday <laughs> or monday a uh, monday yeah <laughs> it made the hair on the back of his head he said elevate and uh, he said i never seen anything so horrible yet so real in my entire life and that is what inspired him plus at the time this is around the manson murders oh uh, yeah you could feel that right so big time there was like he married the two ideas together which i because he was disturbed by the manson murders because it was really i mean again we gotta gotta put yourself in the fact that this is the 70s everybody was i'm not saying that the 70s were naive or anything like that but it is definitely a different time from it is today we're talking 50 years almost, you know, from from here. So that's it's pretty fucking old, you know? Apparently, the director had a friend who was in a cult, though. Yeah. And he based uh, the ritual in the beginning of the movie off of that. In fact, they even wrote pig on her chest, on her stomach or whatever. Which made me think of the Manson murders instantly. It was immediately directly pointed at that because they put pig on the wall. Everywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, but like you said, and what you mentioned before, this is the first film to ever be rated X and not because of the sex or anything like that or the nudity. It's based on pure violence alone. Uh, the MPAA basically said, what the fuck? Theaters that had this movie threatened to pull the film entirely. And the distribution company basically said, just fucking edit it however the hell you want as long as you play it. And it's still attempt to show it. So... Because of that, that is why you will see so many different versions of the film because theaters cut it up and spliced it however they wanted to fit their theater. So for years, there was so many different versions out there. And the fullest print, I think, is by Vinegar Syndrome. I'm not 100%, but they have the full print um, of it. And you, you, I want to get that version because I just like this movie a lot. I don't know why. Um I think it surprised me when I first saw it like 20 years ago. The cover of the movie, which has like the like zombie skull or whatever, is actually from the movie It from 1967, which had Roddy Roddy McDowell in it, who was in the Fright Night movies amongst shitloads of other movies like Hell's House. Uh, What was it called? Something Hell House. I can't even remember. Uh, But also Durston originally titled the film Phobia. But the distributors felt that the film needed to be a double feature, which an executive came up with the promotion of a a double feature of films called I Drink Your Blood and I Eat Your Skin. And this is how basically the name came to be for the movie. And even though nobody drank anybody's blood in the fucking movie. Mm, Not at all. Yeah. So they just drank a bunch of LSD. Now, there was a lot of animal deaths in this, um, like 
not live screen deaths except for one chicken. Yeah, that one chicken that supposedly shit was real. is the only animal that actually died. Right. All the other ones were previously dead before the film. Yeah. Yeah. They even well, painted rats well, the, yeah. a certain color because they were like lab rats or whatever the hell that right. had died. And they were dead prior to the movie, which they had painted um, brown to match the appearance of the live trained rats. So mm-hmm. it was a little camera tricks, which they did a really good job with because you can't, didn't even notice necessarily. Yeah. But. Well, I kind of did. They didn't well, look the same. I know. They didn't. But. <laughs> and they really set them on the fire, too. They just, like, cooked them yeah, up. Yeah, they were dead. Fuck it. Burn them. Seems wrong. <laughs> well, what else are you going to do with them? They ate that chicken. Good on them. Yeah. That chicken that they actually killed in the movie. They did fucking, they actually eat? They fucking cooked it and ate it later. I didn't hear about so, that. So good on them for that. I didn't hear about that. Uh, yeah, those those same trained rats, though, were later used in the movie Willard a year later with uh, what's his name from Back to the Future. Yeah. Or as most people know it now, which was later on with the remake is with Crispin Glover. But <laughs> Crispin Glover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was an oh, original released in 1971. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Crispin Glover was in the that's right. Yeah. Remake. I didn't even see the original then. I don't think I've ever seen it. I haven't either. So I've seen Ben, the Michael Jackson song movie. <laughs> yeah. And the two of us I think it's fair to say that mostly everybody has only seen the remake with Crispin Glover and I, I, Willard. I, and I haven't, I've only seen it once. I didn't know there was. And, and I'm, what am I, like Nick always talks about it. Yeah. Because he loves Crispin Glover. Everyone loves Crispin yeah. Glover. He's just weird and eccentric. If you don't love Crispin Glover, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Do you remember when, in the movie, when they run with Pete and her sister... And that cult member that yeah, abandons yeah, them. Yeah, the little kid. Did you see him fall? Two with the axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fell. Yeah. When he fell in the water, before I even knew about the research in, on this, I saw him fall and I was like, yeah, was did weird. he actually hurt himself there? Because I never recognized that in any of the other movies mm-hmm. or any times I watched it. And I was like, I think he actually hurt. And true enough, he actually sprained his ankle at that moment. And you can tell. Yeah, you can. Because he's like, he's like laying and he's like, like crying and screaming. And the guy and everybody else is trying trying to act and they like actually pick him up and you see him like scream yeah so. it's interesting the whole grandpa lsd scene that i we won't mention till our favorite parts was there was a part of it that was cut it was a, you were supposed to see kids parents as ghosts yeah the kids parents of the kids because it doesn't really make sense why these two young young kids are living with their grandpa and they don't really explain they don't at all. that their parents passed away so i guess it, we yeah. should have kept that in there because it would have made a little more sense but whatever right it's just so weird it's, it, to me it's weird that they cut that out <laughs> it was a perfect moment to do that but whatever. probably too long you know probably. During when they were filming this movie, there was a lot of tensions between the town folk that lived there. This was a real town and the film cast and crew, they like got it got really heated for a little while between the town people and them because the town people were uncertain about why they were making the film. And there was like an incident where one of the locals witnessed Durston, the director, trying to motivate the actress, Iris Brooks. And during a very, like, seriously motivational, like, uh, emotional scene. And they contacted the sheriff, insisting that he was abusing the cast and crew and should be arrested or replaced with another director. So, yeah, isn't that crazy? All right. <laughs> but they continued on anyway, and they were like, whatever. He was just because uh, just he's hitting her doesn't mean she's not trying to act. <laughs> I wonder what he was saying to her to make her cry. 
probably like you stupid ugly fucking fat cow really yeah it's gotta be something along those lines it must be yeah but apparently on september 17 2009 there was actually announced that david durston planned on a remake of the film that would have starred sybil danning in it Hmm. but durston died in 2010 at the age of 88 before he could even begin production on it sucks so and one of the things that at the age of 88 yeah sweet fucking jesus i know well i mean he was he wrote shit for the 50s yeah i want to make a remake of this movie at 88 fucking years christina said right away she was like this is one of those movies that you could remake right Uh, it should be and i was like totally good like you could totally do this in a fucking way yeah it'd be fucking cool this is one that they should touch up touch again well, review. and this came out before The Crazies. It came out before George Romero. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uh, cr- uh, George Romero's The Crazies. And it also came out before um, there was another movie that was similar to it around the same time. It came out before that, too. So this kind of led the... It did things with movies that other movies hadn't done. And it opened the door a little wider for people to be more exploitative, I guess. Mm-hmm. So experimental. Right. Now, at this point, I have some serious spoiler stuff here. Now, on Shutter, you can watch it. Unfortunately, it does not have the specific ending that we were talking about earlier. I'm going to divulge that to you now. So if you've seen it already, cool. Stick around. If you haven't and you don't want it spoiled, you might want to come back after you watch it. And then I can tell you about it. But I'm just giving you a fair warning. But. The I Drink Your Blood originally ends with a final scene where Mildred Nash is revealed to be rabid and kills Roger Davis when he comes to visit her in bed. And this this ending was cut from a lot of them. Some people thought at the time it was lost um, when the film was originally released. A lot of people didn't get to see that ending. So she's the one that's yeah, she in got the bit. Yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah, I saw that. And like, like when so what's the, she's spraying her? everybody, when she was spraying all the fucking like milky mouths with the fucking, <laughs> you know, the hose. The hose, right. Yeah. Cause of hydrophobia. Or right. Whatever. Exactly. You see one of them come up behind her and then bite her on the arm, but they kind of like cut real quick. They just fucking brushed it off. Right. Like it was no biggie. And I'm like, uh, the, the hello, she's infected. Well, they just restored one, and that has that ending in it. And I, for some reason, remember that version. So, because I was like, wait, she's got rabies, right? Yeah, I always she remember kills it. the kid? Is that what you're saying? I don't that, think that that's what happens, but the ending was cut uh, from a lot of them. Who is it that she kills? Roger Davis, when he becomes comes to visit her in bed. So her boyfriend, oh, her bo- the construction yeah, like, guy. Who the fuck's Roger Davis? Yeah, the, the construction guy that, <laughs> that saves her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty interesting. Also, there was another ending scene there that were, they cut as well, where Pete, the little boy, tried to turn himself into the police for doing what he did to the meat pies, mm-hmm. and they all kind of laugh it off. And then he goes walking off in the sunset at the very end like they do. Because it's really abrupt on the shutter version, which is really weird. weird. I don't know. I'm confused by oh, that. Like, I don't understand. Why did? How did? What? The whole time, too. I'm. I'm watching this. I'm thinking. Why did no one just go get a rabies vaccine? Did rabies they? Rabies vaccines have been in existence since like the 1500s. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe he just didn't do the research that much. But I would think it's weird because he did visit that doctor who was <laughs> like a the specialist. 70s, like I would assume that that was pretty well known. I don't know. But I. I. That was just. That's all I thought the whole time. I'm like, just go get a fucking vaccination. It's like a series, I think, of vaccines, but I'm like, within the first several hours that you're exposed, you can go and get a vaccination, the first vaccination for it, and then 
you're good. <laughs> Why you got to kill people? I don't understand. I'm looking it up to see when the rabies vaccine came up, and it is 1885. Oh, there we go. Yeah, the 1800s was when it was first, like, initially, dis- not discovered, but, like... And to give you guys kind of an idea what rabies does, dude, it really fucks you up. They kind of explain it in the movie, but it essentially just dehydrates the shit out of you in ways, and you are you literally become fearful of water. Like, ira- Which I thought they made that shit up. No, that's real. Yeah, I, I was like, wait, what? It's oh. like an irrational fear of water. You can't swallow, so you're like, it's like the worst cotton mouth ever. You can get foamy lips, I guess. I don't know if you that... foam, yeah. Yeah, because your mouth. spit is like dried up, and it's like some reaction in your mouth from it drying up and everything like that. But it's a horrible way to die. It's oh, probably yeah. one of the worst ways to die other than starving to death. So, yeah, uh, well, I mean, awful. fire is pretty bad, too. But yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't want any of them. But yeah, it's interesting, though. It's a it's a I didn't know about that story in Iran. So yeah, I didn't that's like that's yeah, that's really that's freaky. Up. I want to know. I mean, I don't I sound, make a movie about that. Sounds fucked up. But I would like I would kind of out of curiosity, just the historical fact, seeing a video of that uh, fucking I want to see the video eight millimeter fucking thing. I watch a documentary on that shit all day. I know it was inch- it's fascinating. That's insane. It's so cool. Right. I mean, it's sad, but it's. I'm sure there's some out there. I just never I, considered I love looking weird it up. Shit like that. I remember, like, when I was a kid, like, really young, they used to have books about rabies and shit mm-hmm. to scare kids into, like, don't pet that or raccoon. convince them to get shots and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, but I remember there was always a story about the kid that, like, went to pet the dog and the dog bit him. And then the kid got rabies and was foaming from the mouth. I remember these little kids' books. I mean, I don't know why I remember this, but. Little kids' books. It's like scary as shit. <laughs> yeah, like little clinic booklets. Right. Yeah. Well, it was like it was like a kids' book. Like, like, hey, learn some things. Learn some stuff. Don't pet stray dogs or raccoons or cats. What about uh, some of your favorite or I hate this movie scenes? I hate this movie. Probably more. Hey, I hate this movie. No, scene. I like this movie. Okay. The I hate just this kidding. movie was the only the the sound score and shit. Just I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Or kill whoever did it the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to have to make one like that. Fuck. One day. awful. I just love when the kid fucking infects them. Like how he does it. I don't like what he does to do that. Skipping that part with the dog and killing the dog and whatever. But he goes and takes this, you know, he steals a syringe from his grandpa's bag because his grandpa's a vet. And then he goes and finds the dog that he killed in the woods and takes the blood from the syringe yeah it's like some twisted it's shit fucking weird i'm like what fucking fucked up child thinks of this well you know it well Jesus. and probably no child but i mean maybe well he's so mad and he hates them because they dosed his grandpa well it's like him and him sitting down like we do and talking about yeah. making up a plot we're like we gotta figure out a way to yeah, they but, get it but, but we gotta it. do something different than a dog right but then he went and did it so i was like all right, right. so he fucking doses the meat pies with the blood of the rabid dog yeah, I'm like that's some ingenious shit, you little fucking asshole. <laughs> God it's damn, it's pretty twisted. Like I get it though. If someone LSD doped my grandpa and tried to kill him. I'd probably drug them with rabies blood too. So. That kid's kind of annoying though, a little bit. He's super annoying. I don't know. I mean, it's just a kid, but like you know what I mean. You know, like he's annoying. There's something about him that just like I don't know why. He's irksome. It just irks me a little. Right. But I like I get it. He's just like he's just like what do you do? 
I don't know, but I don't know. But then he gets this ingenious idea to go get rabies blood. After he shoots a dog. After he shoots a fucking dog. Dude, and the kid's like, to, like pretty young. Hippies. He's probably like 10 or 11. Mm, uh, yeah, like 11. And he shoots, he uses a shotgun to kill a fucking rabid dog That's like insane. a fucking ace. Yeah, I'm like, damn, like he's bro. like, bam, motherfucker. But vet grandpa probably taught him that, so. Yeah, he's like, is it dead? It's because I killed it. <laughs> I didn't tell you because I killed it. <laughs> uh, So that's your favorite scene? One of them, yeah. Okay. I mean, I definitely, that is one of the ones that I, I'm like, ooh, that's kind of fucked up. Well, that's where it gets, a, that's where the story takes a turn. Yeah, but and there's. it begins to make sense. There's a lot of really weird things that happen in this movie that I go, what, what the fuck? Yeah. But that's what I love about it, too. Like, to me, that's like, for someone that likes to watch movies and just find stuff that they've never seen before, I think this is a must-see. And it's not one that I wouldn't not watch again. Like, oh, I'd watch it I, again. I don't know if I watch it every year. Maybe. Mm. I like it. Like, I got in the mood for this, and I was just all about it. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, one of my favorite scenes is, well, first of all, to explain it, a little context, the scene where the grandpa gets beat up and kind of, is kind of uh, unnerving and then they dose him with acid. She was like, here, try some of this candy. She drops a hit of acid, like a micro dot in his mouth, mm-hmm. which is like a nerd, looks like a nerd. And she just <laughs> drops it in his fucking mouth. And then, uh, Sylvia or when he, they were like trying to kill him, like Horace the Bones. They were going to kill him. Yeah, they were going to kill him, and they and the kids outside, like, "Hey, where's my grandpa? You tell me where my grandpa is." And then it causes a stink, and they were going to kill the kid too. But then they were like, "Nah, it's going to cause too much trouble. Let's just let him go." So after that weird old lady tries to fuck the child, which was super uncomfortable. Oh, I don't know about that. She, <laughs> I think she was just trying to. She's trying he was to a young boy. She was yeah. trying. Yeah, he was By a young showing. boy. He might like a pretty girl because he's at that age. Yeah, she's trying to defuse the situation. Right, by showing him her tits. Right, like, pretty hey, much. You're like forty five. So, <laughs> so he the grandpa goes home and he's like, and the kid's like, "What's wrong with grandpa?" And he's like, "He's drunk." She's like, "He's not drunk, stupid. He's doped." He's like, "Huh." Yeah, with that stuff they call LSD. A whole bunch take it. The whole bunch of them take it. Yeah. And he's like, what What does it do, that L whatever you call it? Boy, you really don't know anything. Well, Merrick's a person crazy. That actual, I love that. One of the reasons why is because right before I saw that movie, I was into a band called Candiria, which is like a metal band that infuses jazz into their stuff and they also even do rap in some of it it's kind of like a mix between like sepultura jazz and like something else but they use that sample in the very beginning oh neat and i always wondered what it was because we didn't you know i couldn't search for shit like that you know what i mean like we didn't have imdb back then but um i don't know i just love that i love that whole dialogue right there and then he's like holding up the fucking horns and like the salt and pepper shaker's horns on his head yeah it was cute it was like oh so that's what happened to grandpa i just like when she's like yeah you really don't know anything i'm like he's like 10 i know how the fuck is he gonna know what lsd is you stupid bitch yeah no shit even today (laughs) like kids don't know what the fuck fucking know what lsd is god damn i didn't know what that was until i was a teenager boy you really don't know anything do you yeah i'm like fuck you Well, you're the one out fucking watching people kill people in the fucking fields. You followed some weird dude that you didn't fucking know out into the fields and then watched them fucking do it. After he tried to steal your chicken. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with you? I know. (laughs) Anything else that you can point out that you liked? um... Uh, Like scenes that I like? Yeah, 
I liked the well the the first initial crazy kill scene was pretty cool after like they got rabies or had the symptoms which right. was I don't remember his character's name um but the axe wielding one that ran around the whole time <laughs> with that fucking axe oh yeah I think he his name's Rolo fuck. Rolo yeah. okay yeah so he's he goes and he stabs the dude like repeatedly. Yeah, that was pretty fucking brutal. And then he takes his axe and chops his leg off. Well, that Su Lin chick is like... I'm like, what the fuck? She like presents the knife to him like here. Yeah, it was weird. Let's see what you do. Is so like a token is don't kill me kind of thing. Right. She knew shit was going to go down, but she didn't want it to be her. She was trying to control the situation, I think. And like, that's how I read it. Okay. But I mean, that guy's tied up on a table. He's obviously not going to move. So, you know what part bothered me a little bit in the movie? Is like, so grandpa goes home, right? The whole story starts because the granddaughter meets one of the cult members who drive into town in a van who are a bunch of rebel rousers, you know, like causing trouble, like pushing people down buildings and, or uh, hills and stuff. And then so she she's one of the guys tries to steal one of their chickens. And so she catches him and talks to him. And then he takes her out on a date, quote unquote. And they go like his idea of taking a girl on a date is taking him out to this blood ritual that they're performing. Yeah. Out in the middle of the fucking forest. And she's just like watching from the trees like while they don't know that she was there. And then they find out that she's there and chase her through the woods, rape her. And then she's got cuts and shit all over her legs. They dose the shit out of her with LSD, with acid, and then she comes home and doesn't speak for fucking two days, right? So then Grandpa goes over to the hotel where they're staying, this old abandoned fucking hotel, and that they're smashing the fuck up, and and tries to threaten Horace, the, the main cult leader. And Horace just kind of makes a mockery of him and smashes his glasses, and the kid's like, give me back my, my grandpa, and he's got LSD, and his, they, they dose him, and he comes out, and he's all fucked up, and doesn't how to deal with life and he's scared and shit and fucking comes home and then the next morning everything's fine and i guess that same night the kid went out and killed a fucking rabid dog and fucking and uh took the blood and put it in the meat pies and shit like that the thing that bothers me is that after like he comes to she's like are you feeling okay and he's like yeah i feel all right but those guys are something crazy you know and then the kid's like yeah i killed a rabid dog and he's like, well, we got to report that to the police. I'm like, so wait, your daughter, your granddaughter just got fucking dosed yeah, with I... acid almost, and raped. And then you got dosed and beaten up and your glasses crushed at the hotel. Yeah. And but you're worried about a rabid fucking dog. Right. But we're going to report the rabies dog. Right. Like, what the Not anything fuck? else. Not any other thing that's completely reportable and makes sense, but we're going to report the fucking rabid dog. I'm just like, plot yeah. hole, stupid. It totally <laughs> was. And like, so annoying. So then, <laughs> then they call the fucking, uh, the place where the meat pies are, the lady who apparently reports it to the police, I guess, or something. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on at this point. No. But it doesn't matter because it doesn't, it's not like, you know, there can be no. plot holes in this movie because it's just weird fun. Yeah. In my opinion. It's not supposed to make a lot of sense, I don't think. There's this one scene in particular with the, it's, what's her name? Uh, this character, Lynn Lowry. Oh, yeah. Takes the electric carving knife 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like chops this lady's arm off, her hand off, and then (laughs) she's trying to make her a fucking ham sandwich, and she cuts her fucking hand off, or whatever the fuck she's doing, and she cuts her fucking hand off. I don't know who this lady is, by the way. Right. She was super random. Well, they came across her because they were running away from fucking Rolo. That's right. Who was fucking foaming at the mouth and killing her fucking friends. Yeah. Yeah. She, the lady, comes out onto the porch with her like hand, like her hand stub. Right, and it's all bleeding or whatever. And she falls. She no, she kind of slams into the wall, you know, like, oh! and then she just disappears because the camera fucking cuts weird, and she just straight up fucking vanishes. Really? And I'm all, what the hell? <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, lipid muscle. Where the fuck did she go? And then all of a sudden, Lynn Lowry's character comes out the door, and you see the lady's legs like on the ground. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> this is my favorite scene because it was just so fucking ridiculous, and like the continuity of it was so bad, like the camera editing or whatever they did in that moment. Right. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it was so <laughs> strange and looked so silly. But yeah, yeah, that's one of mine. Oh my god, I died. I mean, there are quite like, a, so a few hard. other fucking scenes. I I mean, there's that one. There's Sulin, the Asian lady who sets herself on fire. That was cool. I was like, what the fuck? It's really quick. And it doesn't really make sense. It was not satisfying. But it was like, I wanted it to just be. watching her light herself on fire. It was just so casual. It was super casual. Um, there's also like. That's why I liked it, though, is because it was just like so nonchalant. At the end, towards the end, when they're like in town trying to escape into the meat pie uh, store. Meat pie store. Yeah, the meat pie store. Like fucking the, the nicer cult member guy gets his head cut off. The one that didn't eat the meat pie. <laughs> yeah, the one the one of the ones. There were several that didn't eat the meat pies. The Which pregnant means, chick didn't eat the meat yes, pie. She did? Nope. Oh, but she killed herself. Yeah, because she thought she ate the meat pie. Because he said, remember when they were first eating the meat pies, she's like, I'm not hungry. Oh, I And he said, he... fine, I'll eat me. I'll eat for me. Oh, I thought, well, because he, he called her like a fatty or something at some point. Right. And then I thought he took her pie away from her. It was like, more for me. Ha, ha, ha. And she didn't eat it, but she thought she had rabies. Oh, I could have sworn she Because did. he thought she did, but she never ate the pie. Oh, weird. And he didn't tell her that well, it was... Well, that makes that part even cooler. Cause yeah. Because I thought she did. No, yeah. That's a, that's the thing, because he didn't even... She didn't know anything about the meat pies. Mm. He said, you've got rabies. And she's like, What? And then she fucking, yeah, she stabs herself in the belly, her pregnant belly. (laughs) Which is so weird, yeah. Sepulchre. I was like, so you killed your kid. Cool. And her. Yeah, I know. Well, ultimately her, but. Yeah, apparently. Supposedly. Yeah, Yeah, this this cut was a little disappointing. I was a little disappointed that, that this is on there. I don't know. But now that I know that she wasn't even infected, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> right. That's shitty. <laughs> would have been cooler if the rabies infected baby burst out of her stomach or some shit. <laughs> that would have been cool. All foaming at the mouth. I mean, they went so fucking weird and all sucking on people's heads and shit. fuck with that movie anyway, so why not give him a rabies baby that's all... <laughs> <laughs> like fucking dead alive or whatever. Fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. You know, I, there is one scene that I want to mention. The last one that I was thinking of is that where all the all the infected milky, milky cum lips milky are like running lips. around uh, the car. And then the guy stands on the hood. They're like rocking the shit out of the car and they tip it over. And then the guy's like holding the fucking nicer cult guy's head. And he's like, ah, like that whole scene was just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Was weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like that. I, I it's not in you know, like nothing in this movie is like perfectly executed. It's just done in such a weird way that yeah, it was, it's all of it's kind of hard like not to turn away. Yeah, once shit or gets to, going, to turn away. I mean, once shit gets going in the movie, it gets interesting. So then you don't want to stop watching. You want to watch it to the end and see what happens. 
Even though the whole time you're going, just go get a vaccine. <laughs> we made it like no you made needs, it a hundred years before almost. No one needs to die. Just right. Well, this was a small town. Go to the fucking doctor. They that whole doctor. By the way, that whole town was getting demolished. Yeah, like forty. Oh yeah, where they filmed it. Yeah, it was getting demolished, and uh, there was a joke going around that they actually demolished the building before the demolishers, the hotel, mm-hmm. like the people that. Yeah, I know. So, but they they <laughs> they literally paid five hundred dollars. I think it was like three hundred to break for the a- whole town. Oh, that's neat. Just to break it for they had it for like a couple weeks. That's awesome though. Yeah, pretty that's cool. A lot of fucking money for the seventies though. God damn. Yeah, but for a movie. That's pretty damn good. Well, yeah, but I, for the seventies, I'm like, that's a couple grand. Well, it's like this, like that Chuck Norris movie that I really want to see. That's on, um, I think it's on. It's either on Shutter or on Amazon Prime. I think it's Amazon Prime. They bought an entire town. This is like a, one of those old fucking fucked up fucking. I can't remember what the name of the Canon films. Uh, they made this movie called Invasion USA, <laughs> and they bought an entire town that was going to get demolished. Blew it up. And blew all the houses up, like, Fuck in yes. fucking insane ways. Like, dangerous That's ways. That's how you do it, though. Right? Like, I was like, holy fuck, I gotta see this shit. So, I, I've been, I haven't seen it yet. I really want to see it. No, I want to see it. Now. You know what's weird? I've been really <laughs> into fucking, like, action films. Like, old action films that I haven't seen in forever. Yeah. I don't know why. And I think it's because I can watch those without feeling guilty with the horror. Probably. Because if I watch a horror movie and I can't talk about it, I feel like it's a waste. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm kind of cursed. It's like I don't want to waste. Like I, I like I'm like such a prude about watching the movie before we do it. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Action movies aren't my jam. So, if you saw some of the older ones that are weird and fucking ridiculous, yeah, maybe you would but... be like all about it. Yeah. So, but anyway, what are your final thoughts on this movie? I've kind of already said all I want to say about it. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Well, I mean, I personally, I think it's a pretty great 70s film. It has a bit of history yeah. to it. For its time, it's pretty cool. I don't think it's a bad movie, and it's always nice to watch gore and weird shit happen on the screen, so it has to be seen for people to at least seen it once, uh, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend it, especially at least for the fact that it's the first movie that was ever rated X, just yeah. on gore alone. So there is a history to it there. But on top of it, I think it's a much more enjoyable film than Britney gives it credit. So, <laughs> Oh, and... Uh, I feel like everybody uh, should watch it at least once, though. Yeah, I think so. I'm I th- glad I, I did. I, I gr- definitely think it's... I like it. I mean, just remember, kids. Don't do rabies don't do or rabies. Satan. Okay, kids? Stay in school. <laughs> Read books. Read books. Don't do Satan. Well, you can do Satan, but I don't do, don't do, do rabies or Satan. Do Satan responsibly, <laughs> but don't. do Well, rabies. I say don't do rabies because it's almost like he because sh- he used a needle. Yeah, if you get bit by a rabid dog, or you or shoot a, up rabies, or ingest a weird meat pie, or decide to shoot up some rabies, go to your clinic <laughs> and get a goddamn vaccine. Yeah, take an Alka Seltzer. You'll Fuck be fine you. in the morning. Take take an Alka Seltzer, and then someone's gonna shoot you because they think you're rabid. <laughs> Well, I think it's time for us to move on to the second of the double feature. All right, guys. Now we're going to talk about our second movie, which was the makeout feature in our double feature. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, this one's called I Eat Your Skin, a.k.a. Zombies, a.k.a. Zombie, a.k.a. Voodoo Bloodbath. Yeah, or Zombie or Bloodbath. Zombie or Bloodbath. Fuck, they called it or a Or about things. 18 million other titles. Yeah. Um, all of which don't fit this fucking film. 
at all. No one ate skin. There was no bloodbath. <laughs> I wanted to riot. <laughs> this movie was originally filmed in 1964, but was put on a shelf until it became a double feature with I Drink Your Blood in 1971. Yeah. Same guy bought it that uh, yes. uh, put out the other one. Um, it was directed and written by Del Taney, who has done other schlocky movies such as The Horror of Party Beach, Violent Midnight, and The Curse of the Living Corpse. Mm. Sound great. Classics. Um, just to give you a little bit of an idea about this movie, it was writer Tom Harris and friends arrive on a beautiful island in search of material on voodoo legends for Tom's latest novel. Among the voodoo practicing population is a cancer researcher who believes that venom from snakes specific to the island will help him find the cure for cancer. Oh, it's always that way, isn't always. it? Always. Forever. Yeah, no one finds it's a, a goddamn bad scientist. However, it doesn't take long for the gang to encounter a bloodthirsty, bug-eyed zombie who happens to be the first piece in a very strange puzzle. <laughs> that's that's a, it's a pretty much the entire plot right there. Yeah, I wrote that. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Show me. <laughs> to try and not give too much away, but to make it make sense <laughs> in a way. Cause, uh, well, I don't know about a puzzle. It's not very puzzling. It's not. It is puzzling a because bit, it's... Cause it's and you're like, what the fuck know. did I just watch? It's ridiculous. Day? It's like, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. It stars William Joyce, who plays Tom, who was in movies such, such movies as Lifeguard and The Young Nurses. Oh, I love Lifeguard. None of these people have been in a lot of things. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, William Joyce and Heather Hewitt, yes and no. A lot of William Joyce is in a lot of TV movies and TV series episodes. Not so many, not very many feature films. Okay. Mostly all TV. Um, Heather Hewitt, who played Jeannie, um, who was in Dave, That Thing You Do, and Mission Mars. So she's done a lot, some more stuff more recent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the 60s. <laughs> um, also starred Dan Stapleton, who played Duncan, which this was the only movie he ever did. That's it. Well, I wouldn't think this would be the one that spearheads it. This, no, that's literally career, the only yeah. thing that's yeah. on his title, actually, because <laughs> that's it. This right. is it. So that's fun. He's not the only move, only person in this movie. Which one's he again? Duncan, his friend. Duncan Fairchild. Oh, the older guy. The people, person he comes to the island. Yeah, with, yeah, the publisher. With his annoying ass wife. Yeah, 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 his agent. Yeah, agent, publisher, whatever it is. Um, it also stars Betty Hyatt Linton, who plays the most annoying woman in the world, a.k.a. Coral. Right. Who was the agent's wife with the two adorably stupid looking poodles. <laughs> that she brings with her to a fucking island, and I a thought, zombie island. I thought they were gonna island. get fucking eaten, and they didn't. And I was like, "Oh look, there's two cute animals that are gonna fucking die." Right. And they don't <laughs> the entire movie. So I was like, "Okay, well, that was a wasted opportunity." That's funny. Anyway, we never want animals to die, but I was like, right. "They set this up." Well, and I, at I the know end, you hate I was animals. Like, what the hell. Anyway, so she was um, most commonly known for her parts in the Jackie Gleason show, or appearance, I guess. Okay. On that, and in an episode of Cops. <laughs> Really? <laughs> or what? It's cops. It says cops. Cops. The, she didn't star. Oh, she starred in it. Oh, okay. I don't know. They don't arrested know what... the. They arrested her. Maybe it just said cops, and I was like, I don't know what that affiliation is. But all right. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, and... reminds me of like Run, Ronnie, Run, or whatever. Uh, yeah, Ronnie Dobbs. Last but not least, Robert Stanton, who played Doctor Billado. This was also the only movie he ever did. Yeah. So, well, this was a pretty fine piece people. of material. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, do you want to give me your uh, thoughts on uh, yeah, this? Yeah, no, I'm anxious. anxious. You, you jumped right into that Just moment, bubbling so. to tell you all You're about frothing how. Frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Not as much as the last He's movie. He's got the rabies. Uh, 
I didn't. I first of all, I didn't know that Rance was in this. I po. Did you see? Yeah. Okay, that where you got that. <laughs> okay. The Voodoo King. The entire fu- the literally the first second. Dude, I was like, that looks like Rance and how he would dress up. Yeah, the first fucking second that you we need saw to him. show him that movie. No, well, I sent him the pictures. I sent him a screenshot. Really? Yeah, I sent him the screenshot of the character and i was like so you forgot to tell me that you starred in this fucking movie in 1964 yeah you old motherfucker yeah you old fuck (laughs) (laughs) and he was like oh yeah i must have forgot about that or whatever (laughs) oh i said you neglected to mention or some shit i don't know he's like oh yeah i forgot about that yeah the the first time we saw that guy and i looked at each other and went that's what I thought immediately. Fucking rats! Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, sorry guys, that's our that's our friend <laughs> or the cult leader for my cult that I'm in. Yeah, she's <laughs> it's part of her uh, performance troupe, I yeah, guess you would my, call it. He's our, our fearless leader. Fearless leader. But uh, man, um, <laughs> this movie is something else. Oh god! You can tell you can tell that. At the time, they kind of like wanted to make it a hip, kind of cool, fun flick, like beach party bingo with zombies, you know, like on like they were like, check it out. So I want to make a 50s movie in the 60s about (laughs) beach party bingo with a playboy writer who fights zombies. And they're like, wait, what are zombies? I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. I just heard about it. Some voodoo shit, bro. Bro. That's some uh, voodoo shit there, you see? Like something like that. Um, But (laughs) it wasn't working out. That's all I got. None of this worked. Yeah, it wasn't working out. I I haven't met too many people that really like it. It is is so bad, it's good kind of thing, but it's not good. So it's so bad, it's bad. I don't know. There is is some charm tucked into this movie very slightly. It it, it almost starts off kind of good, even though it's like, you know, the typical playboy writer thing being a male chauvinist sort of thing. You know, it was like very, I don't know. Do you think that starts it out good? Well, no, (laughs) it's not because of that. I just think it has better acting, I guess, at that point. Like, it's it's not... I can see what you're saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, at least it has camaraderie to it. Like, it's flowing. Yeah, like, things are flowing. Mm -hmm. And, like, he carries it enough that it's actually working. (laughs) But then it just, like, fucking nosedives like a plane into a fucking building. And then the building falls on top of a fucking hospital the hospital has a nuclear bomb that just blows up and then fucking everyone's dead and everything in this everything's already on fire it's yeah dude and then like other people in other countries are on fire and they turn into zombies and shit on people everyone's dead literally Um, everyone i don't think it's that bad but it's that it's pretty bad um it has like i said it does have some charm in some spots but it lollygags around so long, in my opinion, that it really makes it a shit watch. Yes. Um, I had to watch it because it's, it's you know, I've known about this movie forever, and I don't know why I didn't watch it. I just, no, I don't know. I think the know. 3.2 on IMDb, which is actually pretty low for IMDb. Um, it is not accurate. Because that might be high, actually. It be like a one. Right. I mean, it's cohesive. It's a movie. It's just not an enjoyable one for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it has a, it has a story it's a 60s film and i haven't seen that many 60s film to be some sort of aficionado on like what's good or bad in that era important point it's black and white right yeah i forgot to mention 
Yeah, it is all in black and white, but it feels like a 50s movie. It does. Like we the whole time 50s. I'm watching it, I'm I'm conflicted with the era in which this takes place. I'm like, wow, it's so drastic from 60s to 70s. Like, is that really how it was? And I feel like maybe the idea came up in the middle of the 50s. And then he was like, I'm going to make this movie one day. And this was the movie. You know what I mean? Right. Like Mouse literally said, was this made in the 50s? That's what I don't understand. And I was like, mm, because they no. got that cool, like, Daddy-O music, you know? Yeah, I was like, Cool Daddy-O, like fucking jazzy, uh, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, felt old. Beatnik music or something. Beatnik but but it had like party beach bingo, beach Three blanket series. bingo style music in it. Yeah, it was weird. Felt old. I don't know. That just, it made me really conflicted. I kept having a hard time thinking it was the wrong decade. Felt like it was a 50s movie. Uh, it's essentially a, a mad scientist movie, similar, kind of similar to Dr. Butcher MD, which isn't an, an amazing movie. It's kind of like the shit stepsister of fucking zombie, Dr. Butcher MD. So this is like the, the like, the I just had a baby with my brother. Gross. Kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, my ancestral love child. <laughs> I don't know. And I feel bad. Like, you know, I, 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 it, it's a movie. <laughs> to, to their credit. Yeah. This is where the only time I'm going to be nice about this movie. Okay. They're zombie characters. While doofy as fuck looking. Yeah, really weird. Were kind of creepy. You think? And this was before George Romero. Right. And when he, this was basically like an Arab. Before the zombie era. So this was yeah. them try. They don't really understand or know what exactly a zombie is at right. this point. Or what it's supposed to be. Well. Or the many faces that a zombie can be. It's not so, what it was supposed to be, but what it was going to be. Right. Yeah. They don't know. They're basically trying to make up their own. What George made it be. Idea. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. George took it and made it incredible. Right. But what they did was them trying. It was like on the cusp of something great right but it just didn't take it all the way there well you could say he did something incredible or some people might think he just punished us for the next hundred years because it will never die yeah because it's not yeah like a zombie it'll never die no he did something incredible yeah because that's something that's gonna outlast the test of time <laughs> zombies are always gonna be something that people are gonna do shit about right no Forever. no i know that's what i'm saying but like we're going to beat that fucking dead horse well we're just continually I'm, honestly we're really getting zombie fatigue right now everybody's like, zombie fatigued yeah it really is so it, i mean like at least they're getting somewhat clever with some of the zombie movies and i don't i still don't mind them but like when it, it it's like it perplexes me like i can't hate zombie films like i can't hate them i just can't it's just one of those things it's like oh well i could have you know uh eggs flambe some special fucking breakfast treat or i could have kellogg's flakes Right. You know, I love Kellogg's Flakes. It's good. It's I can add whatever I want to, whatever flavor I want to kick into it and, and pep it up, you know, but it's, it's you know, it's cornflakes. Still Kellogg's Flakes. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, anyway. but it's a safe go-to. You want to make a horror movie, people are like, well, I'm going to make a zombie movie because at least the same 1,800 people are going to watch this movie, right? right. Like, consistently. So, I it, get it. Safe bet. But they kind of were pioneers in a way to try and get this going create a different genre and do something new mm -hmm. failed fucking miserably at it i don't know because but they tried i don't want to be too harsh on it because i'm not a you know like that's not my decade 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It is the, it's like, it. the further it goes away from the 80s, like lower, the less I know about right. that decade. So I'm, you know, I'm at some point, I'm just going to be like watching all of these movies that I never did. But there's people like Bava, who did Mario Bava, who did stuff in like the 50s and 60s and stuff. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's not like great movies weren't being made at right. that time, especially great horror movies. Great horror movies were made prior to then. Mm-hmm. So it's just that they tried. So I'll be on, on them. I, honestly, I don't think you really need to watch this movie. No. <laughs> It's yeah, so horrible. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's not. It's not something I'm gonna watch again. That's I, what I'm getting to. If I never had to fucking watch this movie again for the rest of my life, I would be perfectly fucking fine. Now, but you have to. If you you're a collector, have you have to have this one and together. that. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's just part of it. You just have to. It's like the shitty sequel that you never watch, but you gotta have it. Why it's part of it? Who fucking knows? Yeah, but well, it doesn't why make this sense. Was the one they picked of any shelved fucking movie. Well, and they both of the movies had with, different names. Stupid. And they had they to change sense. it just to fit this weird idea that this guy had. Yeah. Some random advertiser that they must have worshipped like a fucking god. Right. It was. I that, mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea because the names probably help get it more fucking like notoriety you know what i'm saying like but it doesn't make any goddamn sense that they 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 were like okay you are you made this movie but i am the gatekeeper yeah what's his name jerry gross yeah (laughs) that that was him right yeah it was his brilliant fucking idea to do this i mean the poster's cool like you you got the you got the like skull on one side and then the fleshy fucking weird like zombie looking thing on the other the poster's super cool right and like the stills that you see from this movie are cool right but i mean because like i said the weird bug-eyed zombie things are interesting looking right but no blood like barely any blood is fucking shed in this entire movie if yeah. any at i don't all. remember oh well one guy gets his head cut off and right that was the most comical shit i've ever seen in my that life. shit was funny and then the guy that gets and then the perfect Rance, dead, yeah Rance gets stabbed that's it oh, yeah. or the, st- the knife through the gut so at the time of shooting this movie, Key Biscayne, which is the area that they filmed it. Oh, in Florida. yeah, Right. Was considered largely jungle. And many of the cast and crew members actually came down with health problems during production. I heard that. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, <laughs> the scene where William Joyce uh, rescues Heather Hewitt from the Bay Inlet. Right. Area, which was super fucking stupid and weird by the sidebar note. But yeah. There Four of the largest sharks in the area were seen in the bay that day that they filmed it. <laughs> and director Del Taney says that he never told the actors that. Wow, dude. So he saw literally four of the largest breeds of sharks known in existence in that area were seen in the bay where they filmed that scene that fucking day alone. And he did not tell his actors and he never told them. About that. He put them in literal fucking danger. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. And didn't, and I'm like, for fucking what? I know. For if it was a fucking mega, like, masterpiece, then yeah. everybody'd be like, yeah, I'm glad they did. For a movie that got shelved until 1970 fucking one? Yeah, because even back me? then they couldn't handle something as. Is, is... That fucking stupid? Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. Um, it was. Uh, oh, anyway. Yeah, one of the other facts I have. I'm sorry, guys. Like, just understand. I'm like, I'm trying to. We've been trying to be fair. I'm trying to be fair, at least. That I don't. I haven't seen enough 50s and 60s movies to really. I don't even. I've seen. I've seen a handful, and I know that this was shitty. Yeah, I I mean, maybe maybe it was amazing, and it's one of those so bad it's good movies back in the day for people, you know, who love the 50s and 60s movies. If you love this movie, tell me why. 
I'm I'm not against please, why. Please tell me why. I want to yeah. know. I want to know genuinely. I just I want to know why you love this movie <laughs> and what makes you love this movie. And I want to get inside your brain and like camp out there for a minute and just to understand how you could sit through this for almost two hours. But see, and just it's be like, the nostalgia great. thing, though. Like we don't know because we didn't have well, the '40s, '50s, and '60s nostalgia. Yeah, if you're 70 years old and you're telling me you like this movie, like I get it. But if you're around our age range and you're like, this is one of the greatest fucking films ever made, I'm going to be like, what? <laughs> Explain. Well, it doesn't have to be. It would be, you could be 60 something. So in your 60s. Yeah, whatever. you could be in your 60s and know this Fair. movie really well. But still, that I understand. But in our age and you come up in our age well, range, I watched, age range, my age well, range, and you come up like, this movie's fucking great. Well, and I think about all Good these hell. different horror movies <laughs> that came out back in the day that aren't really scary to me now, like when I was growing up. And I think, oh, my God, that scared people back in the day. Like, it oh, doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, I don't get the Chucky franchise. You know this already. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It makes like, no sense to me. For this yeah. movie, it's like, you no, know, it's, it's we don't know the nostalgia that we so there, and that's a hell of a drug. And then there is people <laughs> out there, dude. I know. Um, the people that got it to the 3.2 rating. Yeah. Those are the people. Exactly. That's who we need to the talk the 10 to. people, the, vo- the people most that vocal. that gave it a higher than a three in general. Well, you know, fucking rating I, I was thinking about this, to. and I just want to make this a quick point. Some of the people that may have seen both of those movies when it came out in the theater as a double feature might have just had a really good experience from that yeah, they might have from that laid. time that they went out. No, no, I just mean like just going to see the movies. They could have been, it could have been a nostalgic experience for them and maybe that's, you know. They were like, "Man, this is so bad," but they kept watching it and they thought it was they were laughing at it, making fun of it. Right. You know People what I mean? That were there by themselves, not Yeah, it could have been just one of those experiences, you know? Yeah, this is definitely the make-out film of the two cuz yeah. it's so fucking hard to pay attention. What else did you have? The only other thing that I had about this and then I thought this was really interesting. Director Daltini used a title Caribbean Adventure as a working title for the movie because he didn't want the residents of the area where they filmed it to know he was making a horror movie. And it really isn't a horror it's movie. It's not a fucking horror movie. I mean, <laughs> like, it, it is and it isn't. Idealistically, it is a horror movie, but... It's not scary at end, all. Or... No. In the end, it doesn't deliver that. They if you try think it, putting but... googly eyes on like a bunch of natives <laughs> or whatever, googly eyes. <laughs> but this is before costume contacts were a thing, y'all. So yeah, they fucking tried. They did. It was cool. I thought they looked kind of cool. Well, but... the, the the flaky fucking dry like skin shit. face yeah, and that's shit. Old school. That's actually very much like Doctor Butcher MD or yeah. Zombie and well, shit. They yeah. still use techniques like that now. Right. So it's. I mean. It's pretty interesting. It looks yeah. cool. Like, I can't hate on that shit too much. They tried an original fucking character, and they did a fucking good job. No one else has done that. Right. That's an original fucking character. So if I have to give a good plus moment, like, there's your plus. Cool I- character. <laughs> But did you have any favorite scenes? I mean, we already mentioned the beheading one. I thought that was interesting. It's not. It's so quick. It's like it's just like oh, it happened. Pointless, and no one cares. Uh, No one cares that the fisherman got his head cut off, except the fucking writer for like five minutes. The only thing I mean, there's I have a few things that I wrote down here, but I wouldn't say they're really just just a lot of the lines of the movie were really bad when he's trying to be the like playboy writer. He's like, what part of heaven did you fly from? Oh, God, I was rolling my eyes. I know. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like comparing it to today and how he would be torn apart. Oh, yeah. Like his whole career would be over just for acting in a role like that. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just interesting. Like, is it is a dichotomy? Yeah. 
uh, between the two uh, eras that we're in now. So. Oh, big time. But one of the things I always thought was really long and unnecessary was the voodoo dance thing. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, okay, so they do it twice, like once in the very beginning of the movie and then once for like 15 minutes in the middle of the fucking movie. Oh, my God. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I know. And, I, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not even like into like they really didn't need to do it for that long. I just stared at their butts the whole time. Did you? Did it, it seem like a lot of the people in the background were really confused as to what they were doing? And yes, they looked like they were having seizures. Yeah, like it seemed like they're all well. It like they didn't even seem like natives or like weird. voodoo tribe people. They were like, "Hey, Martha, can you just like shake like this and do this?" This is stupid. And then there was like the like white guy, the like the guy that's like, uh, "Have you ever seen uh, Billy Madison?" Have I ever? Or seen is Billy it Billy? Madison? No, Happy Gilmore. Have I ever seen Happy Gilmore? So Happy yes. Gilmore, the guy that pays him, and he's like, oh, "Let's go to Sizzler." You know, that guy's like, you are going to miss this pot. There was a, like one of that guy with the fucking weird hat in the background, like the fucking fishing cap. And I'm like, he does not belong in this fucking voodoo tribe at all. He like, does not belong here. <laughs> I'm like, but that's the, that's the only thing you could do in this part is stare at like weird shit that's happening in the oh, background. Is that Rob Schneider's character? No, no, it's, no, it's the, no, the, it's the old eye. guy. You, you will miss you this putt. Yeah, whatever. It's the Steve Buscemi, isn't it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> Continue with your thought. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know. It's just like you just when you're watching it, there's nothing else you can do but just it goes on for so fucking long, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, kill me already. <sighs> I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, that guy. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but he's like he's like he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's that guy in that movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Uh, Also, another thing that really bothered me about this movie, and and and, you know, I understand it's a movie, and it was very light on like what the fuck was going on. A Playboy writer goes to a jungle called Voodoo Island that happens to have supposedly really hot fucking yeah where are they at virgins that he never fucking comes across never except for the fucking the mad scientist's daughter the blonde white girl yeah the blonde white girl who deals with his fucking misogyny like and in a jokingly way it's like yeah it's of like, course she's cool but it's just really so weird like it's weird like comparing it to today is just it, that's what i think in my mind like this shit would never fly no this is where i had an issue too was they try and make her come off as a strong female character Within the first, she's like, really bad actor. Initial five minutes that you like meet her when he meets her, right on the piano and stuff, and he's like trying to hit on her, and she's very she puts him down, but in like kind of like a funny, like sarcastic way, and then next thing you know, like ten minutes later, they're fucking basically, or she goes to bed with him. And I'm like, what the hell? Like yeah, that, that was, was a, that was a really awkwardly strange transition. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 they go yeah. take a walk holding hands, and it just like goes from zero to a thousand. Hands down, the lead actor guy is the best actor in the movie. Big time. Um, uh, the, um, the he, voodoo people, the two lead voodoo people, were pretty good too. Oh yeah, they were believable the physical one actors. The, the one guy with the great butt, right? Who had like three lines that were all in Spanish. That yeah, no one subtitled. I just kept looking at his legs the whole time, and um, I'm Mouse like, and I were looking. I was looking at his legs and his butt the whole time. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why, because what do you do in that situation for 15 fucking minutes? Because all you did, I stared at their butts. But That's it. Another, the, one of the things that really pissed me off, another thing, a little thing, was that it, 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 is it is it me or would you be wandering around the jungle after almost being attacked and killed two or three times? No. Because I wouldn't. I mean, especially if I didn't know where the fuck I was in the middle of the fucking night. 
Like, you just got attacked. Why are you out there looking for her father? That's like, so stupid. There's nothing that pushed you to go there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just seems sense. really weird. Like, what are you doing? You fucking dumbass. That's and exactly you wanna, what I said. And you want to talk about fucking music that pissed you off. The fucking scene where they're doing the mad scientist part, where they're, like, taking the fucking... Yes. They're taking the goddamn snake, and then they're grabbing yes. it. Which was interesting. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to get bit. The actor actually was a snake handler, I guess. Mm-hmm. Both of them. <laughs> so they were like acting like scientists or whatever. And then he like puts the teeth in the jar and I'm watching it. And the whole time it's like ding, 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 ding. So annoying. Ding, ding, ding. I'm like, ah. Yeah, kill me. <laughs> Stab me in the fucking face. But I will tell you my favorite scene in this entire movie. Oh, I know what it is and it's mine too. With the zombie in the box of dynamite? Yes. I can't. I fucking. I want to make a clip of that. Just that I, part. so funny fucking stupid and makes zero fucking sense because he has a fucking sealed box of dynamite of dynamite or just it says explosives, explosives. yeah he has a sealed it's like fully... acme box of explosives yeah it's super wily coyote as fuck <laughs> yeah. it's so stupid he has a completely like sealed ass wooden box that says explosive on it no one lit any fucking goddamn fuse no one pretended oh. like they lit a fuse and then put in bu- fucking lit Piece well, of the propeller hits it. Into the th- they don't even. That it's dynamite. Didn't lead that much into that. I that's thought, what I thought. I thought it just exploded because that's no, what it looks no, no. Like. He walks right into the propeller. Well, that makes more sense. But to me, I was like, that's not even lit. Yeah, he hits How'd the propeller. Explode? He's holding the the zombie, the googly eyed fucking <laughs> so fucking pasted on fucking Google eye fucking zombie walks with his arms holding the fucking explosives right into the propeller, and then the plane blows up. I was laughing. God, I died. Yeah. I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> Mouse funny. and I were just like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, oh, is the movie over? No. And then it keeps going. It goes on for another 40 goddamn I minutes. I was like, Jesus Christ, is this yeah. really necessary? At that point, I don't even think we're at the... F- well, no, we're not. At that point, we're not even at the We don't need to finish the movie. We don't need to get into it. No, that's what I'm it. saying, though. Where they blow up... The zombie blows up the fucking plane. We're not even to the 20-minute oh, dance yeah, segment no. yet. And then is another... that what it was right before the dance segment? Yes, because oh. they kidnapped the so girl. So they do like three dance segments. There's a it was multiple. Three. Help me. Yep. So what were your final thoughts? Um, I don't want to watch it again. Shoot me now. I'm glad I watched it. And if I had the choice to be able to own both of them, I would. But just because I'm a weird collector about that kind of stuff, I guess. But I don't know. It was funny. It's funny that we're talking how we're and like now I'm actually getting more enjoyment of making Talking fun of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Than I am when I watched it, although I was surprised that I was able to sit through the whole goddamn thing last night. Oh, I was, too. I watched both of them last night and did all the research and everything last night. Yeah, I watched them back to back, too, but not yeah. last night. But... I watched. Did you watch them in that order? Yeah. Oh, nice. So we watched the real right. double feature. I did it up the way I'm supposed to. So no wonder they put it on the second one because. It's the make out movie. Yeah. Because... Oh, I got you now. Because mm-hmm. no the... one can fucking pay attention to it. That's where all the uh, hand. I was trying for work. The little hand pant jiving. <laughs> I would have rather on, huh? made out with mouse the whole time, but instead. I'm like, I need Lots to of attention. tongues and mouths. That mm, it was awful. Or whatever they did in the 60s. Yeah, probably 70s. hold hands. Held hands and <laughs> patted each other on the shoulders. Yeah. Oh, mm. wow. Kissed each other on the cheek. Hey, Went steady. 
He rubbed my shoulder. That's where Pam asked, or that's where Steve asked Pam to go study with him. Yeah. Anyway. Let's see. So let's do the really hard really thing Really quick, now. I want to give my final thoughts on this movie. Oh, yeah, but, what, but which one? I'm kidding. I, like We already know which yeah, one we like knows. more. But go ahead. Um. So I basically spent an hour and a half watching people voodoo dance. Mm-hmm. Pretty decently, actually. That was probably the best part about it. But um, And no one ate anybody's skin. Uh-huh. Which was super fucking irritating. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And Mouse's thought was, well, that was the most pointless fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and I just fucking was looked at him and said, huh, that's going to be my final uh, my final thoughts on this movie. Yeah. I'm going to steal that from you because I was perfect. I waited to the end just to see if there was like a... Anything? Like a stinger. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they didn't do that back then. Something roll cr- <laughs> like mid-credit. Or right, whatever. yeah, like, yeah. Please like Please help me. I thought they were going to have the zombies dancing or something like that, you know, yeah, like doing the beach, the googly-eyed beach zombie bingo. You're going to call a movie, I eat your skin, someone better eat somebody's fucking skin and nobody I, does. I don't know. But yeah, but again, it was Caribbean Adventure. Stupid. AKA, that was a, that's a better title. Probably for the tone of the film. That's yeah. a better title. Makes more sense. Yeah, I don't know. Caribbean or I mean, I'm glad I watched it so I can be Caribbean like... Clayface. I can put another notch on my horror belt, you know? I'm like, glad I hey. watched it so I can know to never watch it again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Have you guys seen it? Have you? What did you think of it? Um, I don't even care to go into why uh, I Drink Your Blood is so much better. Well, clearly our favorite was I Eat Your Skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like this is our that I, was our. Pick. I drink your blood is is actually like compared to this, it's like a nine. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like drink, I drink your blood's a nine compared to this, and my or maybe an eight. But it, like in generally for me, I would probably give like I drink your blood like a seven, just because for me I enjoyed it. You probably give it like a four. No, really, I'm be more generous about it. Yeah, better than average. I give it like five and a half or six. Okay. It's one of those movies, man, that I just like to pop on. Like, I, I get in these moods where I'm like, I want to watch some old shit, you know? Like, I just want to see some shit, you know? Next time, just put on Nosferatu and be over with it. From 1922? Yes. Yeah. German Expressionism. What did you guys think? Please let us know. Obviously, we know our winner, but what would your winner be? Do you love this film? I would love to hear uh, why you like it, and I'm not doing it, like, to be an asshole. Like, I genuinely want to know what you like about it, and I'm, I'm open to it because I just didn't have the same experience. But this was our first time watching it. I, I'd never seen it. So what would you give? I eat your skin. Yeah. And do you rating? like it better than? No, you. I'm asking oh, you. what would I like? I said, what would you give? I eat your skin. I don't know. Rating? Like a two. Could I give a negative negative score? I don't think it's that bad. I'm gonna give it a negative. I wouldn't give it a lower than a one ever. I would never give a movie lower than a one unless there was a black screen and I couldn't watch it for the zombie explosion moment. I'm giving it a 1.5. It was at least a cohesive story. It wasn't a good one. Yeah, but I'm not going to watch it again. Fuck no. But I would give it like a two, you know? Yeah, 1.5. Really? 1.5. Thank you, zombie exploding into a plane. That yeah, great. that was... I'm going to make a gif out of that. <laughs> Please do. It's great. <laughs> so good but guys thank you so much for coming by this week if you haven't already and you haven't listened to the monday's episode go ahead and check that out we made a story up about the rickety man which was pretty interesting uh now that i think of it, it kind of reminds us of like another movie that I, I was talking about when before we made the story but it is a little different it is pretty interesting it was a more serious movie so you should check it out and if you haven't already check out longlivethevoid.com And by the way, we'll probably be doing a giveaway here soon. So thanks, guys, so much for coming by. We'll see you back on Monday. Stay weird, monsters.
Zone.